it's been a year and a half since you've heard from us, but it's only been two weeks. But guess what? We're back in the saddle again, and we're going to bring you Wrestling 101, a.k.a. Three Fans in a Pod, episode 101, tonight, on this Friday evening. (laughs) 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 And by God, we've got some wrestling news. Uh, We have some things we'd like to discuss about Raw and SmackDown this week. And we're going to get you all caught up on our crazy shenanigans. Uh, But before we go through all of that, um, ladies, fellow women, fellow people with Hello, women. Hello, women. Hello, my fellow My women fellows. <laughs> you know, my first question, always and forever, lady boy. What are we getting our vaginas drunk on this week? <laughs> oh, so <laughs> I am the queen bee. Still got some belt or a belt. Just yeah, one? a belt. I'm confused. You have the belt. That about. You're the belt that matters to the three of us. Yeah. Yes. Which is the belt. Really. It is the belt to start <laughs> it that started all the belts. Right. And I have it and it feels so nice on my hands. There's like a to have it, of belts now. To have it <laughs> to have it through a couple means the world to me. <laughs> You've made it so it's far. True though, but that's when you start to get on a streak and I feel like you start to get ballsy. I do that all the time. I mean at least now I can champions. at least now I can call it a streak. <laughs> this is and true. And if you win another one, that's what we call a winning streak. <laughs> exactly. So I'm drinking Voodoo Ranger IPA, and it's pretty good. Not going to lie. <laughs> and it's me, the sleazy one. I'm not going through the whole damn thing like I usually do. Um, I'm drinking a Lion Kugel's Canoe Paddler. Kolsch-style ale, or beer. I don't know why I said ale. Um, but I'm almost done with it, so I'm about to drink a Highland Brewing uh, Clawhammer Oktoberfest, which is a Mars and Lager, because I'm ready for fall. I was going to say, it's about time for them to actually it's start putting the pumpkin beers out. It's been too goddamn hot. <laughs> we were in the 90s it's this stupid. week, which I know I shouldn't bitch, because, like, a friend of mine in Texas. Oh, God. Yeah, okay? <laughs> you know, he grew up in Texas, so Wait, I feel like he's the temperature like there. Oh, like, oh, like, a, like 110, shit like that. Jesus. So you're yeah, it's not been outside, right? I would call out of work. I can't make yeah. it from my house to my car. It's actually his name is Alex, and he and his friend Daniel have a podcast called We See It This Way. Podcast. Hi. You should check them out. Do they see it as human? <laughs> <laughs> we see it this way with wave lines. <laughs> That's how we text and see things. <laughs> Just through humidity and heat. Well, probably not as much humidity. Here, humidity. Because south is miserable. It's the dirty south. It's the dirty, dirty sweaty dirty, south. Dirty, south. Um, but we're going to have a little bit of a break. We're going to be in the 80s over the next week, so. And there's the forecast from the sleazy. Hey, the sleazy forecast. Is pretty, it's gonna be sweaty. <laughs> It's gonna be real fucking sleazy. Bleeding a moth. Sorry. Also, um, on a sleazy note, I just like that Joey Ryan tweeted this week that he hasn't signed with anybody because he doesn't like being told what to tweet. A little <laughs> jab at so WWE. Because people were laughing about Shinsuke uh, tweeting about being excited to be on, you know, uh, or excited about 
you know, NXT being on USA and all this stuff. And they were like, is he really excited about that? Does so he really care? Enough to tweet about it. Exactly. Right. Anyway. Well, it's me, the Carney Kitty, the killer killer, the coolest cat. Always sitting at the motherfucking table. And by God, fanatics, I have a poor's life. So, you know, gotta get back on paving that road for WrestleMania. We have, like, nine months, I feel like. It's forever. But, uh, to... To pair it with something, I'm going to do a shot of Bacardi Brown because I have both left a job and started a new job, and upon leaving said job, I was given a plethora of booze and liquor. Right. And as so it should be. So why not? I think they know my hat's pretty well. It's no more big shoe talk. Right. Well, I will celebrate by clicking the heels of my sock-shaped nuggets together. Oh my god, yes. I've always been so confused by nuggets shaped like that because almost anywhere you go, whether you go and buy it in a bag or you get McDonald's nuggets, like they always have that one shoe sock shaped one. Mm-hmm. It's like the Italy of What part nuggets. of the chicken is that? That looks like <laughs> none of that is feet. All all of that all of that is all parts. Yes. That is all all parts. All parts. Do they have like a, a nugget mm-hmm. maker that packs it together that packs it in that shape? Yeah. It's so a, like we have our shoe it's shape, like a circle be, shape. Yeah, I feel like it's just. Why would you just do circles? So they have to have like, like a, a sucker, a, a circle. I feel like they have to have like a one. cookie cutter shape that just squirts the chicken in there, and yeah. then they like bread it. And... <laughs> I still don't think like it's been so gross watching them be made. <laughs> I'm one of those people though that no matter how something's made, if I like how it tastes, I'm gonna eat it. True. Like I'm that person that no chicken so, dog. I really like chicken donuts. Chicken donuts nuggets. Chicken Donald's. What are you doing with old Chicken Donald? Well, Chicken Donald had a. Can we start a chain restaurant in which we only buy properties by McDonald's and call it Chicken Donald's? Chicken Donald's. Chicken Donald's. Chicken Donald's. I want to open an actual McDonald's from Chicken Coming to America. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh my god. What is the name? Whack McDonald's. Oh, yes, I was trying to remember. Like, I, I loved it. It was so funny. I was like, McDonald's. I think it's supposed to be like Whack Donald's or something like that. Or Whack Arnold's or something. Whack Arnold's. Uh, but, anyways, uh, we digress. Now it's thirsty. Who's that thirsty bitch? Oh, Bernie. Oh, had right She's like, I'm trying. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, wrestling news. Let's uh, scoop this right along, shall we? Um, so we've been on a little bit of a hiatus, but there's a lot to cover. Um, so first and foremost, probably actual wrestling wise, the lesser bit of the news. But Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch have actually gotten engaged. Yay! They both confirmed on their Instagrams. Mm, the happiest day of her life. I have to say, though, as much as I did not like seeing them on screen together, I'm so happy for them. Yeah, really yeah. I ship it so hard. I'm weird. <laughs> I've gotten way too involved in their lives. That's okay. Every time I see Birdie, Buddy Murphy's face on the screen, I'm like, yeah, Alexa can do better than that. <laughs> right? Because I broke up. Kind of, yeah. They broke up, right? Yeah, okay. I'm so hoping for a Oh my god. I don't know if he's still dating her, but he was dating a girl that was almost as tall as I remember him. that, yeah. I don't think they're probably together. I don't know for sure, but I definitely oh. was. You know, like the mix match challenge. Right. Do it so again. Mix match sex tape. Say that five times. Yeah, that was that was hard to get out. Clearly, Joe was struggling. 
Oh. Yeah, so it's official, and good for him for getting over all those uh, penis pictures his ex posted after he cheated on her. Yeah. Don't you break her heart, sir. I will have to. Don't go break him. She would break your arm. She probably would. I could see her <laughs> abusing him. <laughs> Just a little bit of spousal abuse. Yeah. <laughs> she gives him a black eye, and he's like, I want to scroll. <laughs> tell him again. How did it happen? <laughs> Yes, Seth. History. Did you back in makeup? I can see. I want to say that I can see bruises. Cat attack. I fucking forgot you had a cat, <laughs> and that scared the shit out of me. Just that I'm like, literally everyone is right out here. Feel like, ah! The ghost of cats past. <laughs> cat present. Meow. Meow. Oh, Oh, jeez. But, uh, yes. the next two bits of news are probably about the same level of... Wow. Uh, so, on the AEW side of things, John Moxley is actually hurt. Um, the sucks. elbow injury that he had when he was on his, um, hiatus from WWE before he came back for that short stint in the... Um, it's flared back up. It's, uh... There again. <laughs> it's fired up. It's there again. Like the McRib, it's, it's back. It's apparently MRSA, which I'm not really sure what that is, so I'm not really sure how it works. Is it flare up or what is it? MRSA? I'm certain there's other words. He abbreviated it. MRSA? Isn't that like MRSA? an infection? Yeah. That's what but I was You thinking. get like post surgery or during surgery? Yeah, because Mercer, I feel like I've never actually seen it written out, so I was like... Yeah, because I was like, what's... But no, yeah, usually you get that, like, if you're in a hospital and have any sort of open sore or, yeah, post-surgery, it tends to be an infection. Yeah, I was just like, I wasn't... Oh, it's just... It's harder to treat... um, Versus staph. It's staph, yeah. Yeah, I was just saying, it's like a staph infection, but... Mercer. But yes, he has that. It's come back. It's weird, it's ugly. Got me. Um, so he actually has to pull out of All Out, which mm-hmm. is actually not tomorrow, Saturday, but a week from tomorrow. The 31st. And uh, so he will not be fighting Kenny Omega, but guess who is? Da 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 da! Pop, aka Neville, if you don't know his indie name, uh, which I'm curious. First off, it's gonna be. I wish we weren't getting Moxley versus Omega just because they built it, but this is going to be a fucking great match. Mm-hmm. It'll, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like we hadn't heard from him for a while, because he was like supposed to be at AEW and then had a dispute about mm-hmm. him losing to someone or something like that. I obviously forgot what it was. Um, and then he just like disappeared, and then he came back. And that was that. He really looks like a dwarf for me for... From the Hobbit. He does. He does. But any losers. Um. So on the WWE side of things, speaking of AEW and the, <laughs> before this was announced, the rumored war that was getting ready to start. Mm-hmm. And by God, they're gonna do a war. So <laughs> he's hardcore part boy. <laughs> Hardboard. Are you alright? I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. 
So instead of being on FS1, NXT is now going to be on USA on Wednesday nights opposite AEW. And they actually have announced that they're going to start two weeks earlier than AEW. They're going to do September 18th, which I feel like is nothing but a middle finger. They're going to be like, oh, really? You're going to start, what is it, October 2nd or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you're going to do it in October? And then Triple H was like, suck it! <laughs> well, and, you know, there was, uh, like, even Mark Henry was talking about on Busted Open podcast. That he was talk- he was posed with the question, when these two shows are on, which one are you going to watch live, and which one are you going to DVR and watch immediately after or the next day? And he said that he would watch AEW and DVR <laughs> NXT and watch it the next day. But it's because it's the new, it's it's completely new. Like, I mean, NXT is going to be different because it's going to be a two-hour show on network TV now. Hopefully it doesn't become too different, other than the fact that it's going to be two hours long. Hopefully it doesn't degrade the product. Well, everybody's hoping that between um, XFL and everything that Vince already has his hands on, that he may hopefully not be as involved. But as we're supposed to say that because it's going to be on TV, he does want to be more involved with it. And I'm hoping that's not the case because I feel like he's going to kill it. Well, obviously. Not in a good way. I mean, he's going to murder it. I think it's going to be a bit of both. I think he's going to want to have input, Mm -hmm. but I don't think he's going to have time to have a lot of input. Yeah. I think this will be a great indicator if Trips does take over. Mm Mm-hmm. Because hopefully, at least, like, it'll be, like, because you know Vince is going to have his toes in it somewhere. His toes in it. So, toes in his fingers, just all in, everywhere. So hopefully, you know, maybe it's like 90% trips with 10% of Vince, because that's all he can afford to put in. So I think it'd be a pretty good indicator if trips does take over how he might run SmackDown and Raw. Yes. Um, so that'll be interesting. Also, I think they have to know... I think they're starting earlier to try and combat this, but they have to know at least the first month, if not the first couple of months, that AEW is going to beat them out. And yeah. it has nothing to do with the quality of the product, although I think both products are great. If they don't fuck with the next year, mm-hmm. you have a really good long-term rival. There can be yeah. a ratings rivalry with that. Yeah. And it'd be really good. It'd almost be like WCW versus WWE back in the day. Right. But at the same time, if you fuck with it, you're gonna fuck with that. But, like, AEW, it's news. People are going to tune into that because they're going to want to see what happens. Right. Even if you're a casual wrestling fan, at this point, you've at least heard of NXT just because you've had so many NXT champions. And I feel like the WWE fans have either, at this point, from um, All In, Double or Nothing, All Out, Fire for the Fall, and Fire Fest, and all that, they've... If you're a wrestling, if you're a WWE fan or a wrestling fan, I feel like at this point you've already made your decision whether or not you're even interested in AEW, that and if you're interested true. in watching it. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of fans probably are at least intrigued by it and willing to watch a couple episodes and just see if they can get into it. But I feel like there are some hardcore WWE fans who are just like, shove it. It's yeah, not like, WWE. I'm not gonna watch it. Fuck you. Yeah, which I think is insane, but whatever. I think as a wrestling fan, first off, you should be open to any type of wrestling. Yes. We always talk about WWE because it is the biggest thing. It is the behemoth. But once AEW comes out, we're going to start talking about that too because it's 
it's new. It's like, yeah, it's the first person on person first company on U.S. soil that I think actually could contend. I don't mm-hmm. think they could ever beat WWE mm-hmm. only because WWE is such a behemoth. Yeah, like it. If it's gonna crumble, it's not gonna be instantly. It's not gonna be like one day that everyone's just like, no, WWE shit. Yeah. And even then, they, The Rock, Macho Man, Ric Flair, John Cena, all those people, they're still gonna sell merch. Like, I feel like even if they stop mm-hmm. making TV shows, they'd make so much money just off of those big guys' mm-hmm. merch. It'd be fun. And like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Just sell their shit. But at ratings, I think they definitely could challenge them at ratings. Like, ticket sales, mm-hmm. if because going to wrestling shows, especially if you want to be up close, they ain't cheap. Mm-mm. Especially WWE. AEW yeah. is kind of expensive too, but like, it's just not cheap. <laughs> yeah. So in a month, if there's both, unless you're that one guy that's just everywhere. <laughs> that's true. He's got all the fucking Raws, and then he's at all the pay-per-views, and you're like, you look like you are fucking 25 years old. There's no way you can afford this. You should work something in the same. Well, so you're gonna pick one or the other if you're an average person to go to, and you know, like, yeah, I think they could compete with that. So, I'd much rather go to an AEW live show. Yeah. Um. Well, and, and I would. Were, so. And I would rather go to a WWE house show than I would like. Raw is gonna be back in Knoxville September 16th. Yeah, I don't even want to. I looked. I actually yeah, looked I actually at tickets once, like, huh. and I'm like, but I remember how it was when we went to Raw and how it was when John and I went to a house show. It, the house show was so much more fun. We had so yeah, good And the rest of the show was great. The house show was great. And it was yeah. SmackDown. Yep. Well, it was oh, I love that have... show, but it, it, the live show was not my favorite. Honestly, it was like kind of disappointed. Because you're back in the actual storyline, so you're kind of like, yeah. uh, well, and, and like all the weird pauses for like commercials yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's not as fluid or natural feeling. Or Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Well, and the wrestlers okay. seem so much more relaxed and they're having so much more fun that it's a lot more fun. Bless you. Um, also, not necessarily wrestling news, but I guess WWE sort of related through Vince McMahon, but XFL announced uh, eight teams the league ah. earlier this week. Apparently, XFL is going to kick off in February of next year. Ah. But we've got the Dallas Renegades, Houston Roughnecks, Jesus. the LA Wildcats, the New York Guardians, St. Louis Battlehawks, Seattle Dragons, Tampa Bay Vipers, and the DC Defenders. And if you go online and Google XFL uh, teams, you can see the logos for it's I just have to say, it does sound the, like off-brand NFL. The Houston yeah. Roughnecks logo reminds me of the Houston Oilers logo. Looks it probably too. I will make a couple of changes, but I'll just keep the base part. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like... Personally. <laughs> I don't know. It's like somebody Googled like some clip art ideas and just put them as the logos. Somebody made a comment on Twitter that these logos look like they were made by the same people who designed the t-shirts for WWE, like, merch for WWE, and I'm like, yeah, I remember that Alicia Fox t-shirt, like, crazy like a fox, stupid-ass coloring book page t-shirt. But, uh, like, you know, you go to the grocery store and they have, like, off-brands of cereal, like, it's, uh, (laughs) it's, like, Cocoa Pebbles, and there's, like, Count Chocula. 
Yeah. For Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. There's Count Chocula, and you're like, I want the Cocoa Puffs. Your mom's like, you get Count Chocula because you're poor. That's, <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> it is. It you is. You can't say anything. I was poor. I grew up on the Count Chocula. Count Chocula is fucking off brand, first of all. It's the bag. The bag. The bags are off brand. Like Honey Nut Scooters. <laughs> or like Pet Coco. Yeah, there's Lucky the Charms and there's the one like a that was magic the version loops, of it. Like the, it was the free, it was a Fruit Loop bag, but the mascot was Kangaroo. Fruitios. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Rice. <laughs> it's Krispies. It's Chris Rice. Brand X. Chris Bryce. <laughs> yeah, Tiny cookies. Their tagline is We Ain't Rice Krispies. That was all for the news, wasn't it? Um, yes, I think so. Um, all, oh, wait, let's see. Where's there? Oh, yeah, uh, Marco Stunt and Orange Cassidy got signed to AEW. Yes. Um, Orange Cassidy, really, really interesting. <laughs> just the, uh, if you don't know who he is, just fucking YouTube him and watch some of his matches. Oh he showed up. As the twenty second man in the casino battle royale at all out. Like, out. No, all out. His tiny little like double or nothing. His hands are in his pockets and he's just like Yeah. Ugh. He's got like some denim looking joggers oh, and so good. Yeah, aviators on, hands in his pocket. Always comes to the ring with a little small bottle of orange juice in his back pocket. That's <laughs> like his fuel. He's orange Cassidy. That's funny. He has a move called the Orange Crush. Of course he does. He just drink orange crush. Yeah. But I guess that's too late. Maybe, like, if he needs to go super sane, he'll bring an orange crush. Yeah. I wish he'd dye his hair orange, like Becky Lynch orange. He's a ginger, but I wish he'd dye it. Maybe you should be, like, orange. Yeah. Orange things. Yeah. I mean, still do the aviators and the handsome bodies. Can make every color orange. I'm orange. (laughs) Nothing rhymes with orange. (laughs) (laughs) No theme song for you. Um, but yeah, I think that was all the wrestling news that is. Well, um, we've got some high points and low points we wanted to talk about Raw and SmackDown, but on top of that, by God, can I just say, Fanatics, the last time you heard from us was our SummerSlam predictions, and I did my booking. And what did I book? I booked a King of the Ring. Is yes. what I did. Yes. And you know what's fucking happening? A King, a King of the, of the Ring. ring. If you book it, the they will come. The house is bugged. Like, it's bugged. The John Cena poster that I stole from a shoe place I work at, didn't steal it, it was given to me, they weren't supposed to do it to me, but, uh... <laughs> because I had a camera in it. Like, it's fucking got a camera in it or something. Like, they know. Maybe John Cena's soul, like, it's a Horcrux or something. Oh my god, split it into a poster advertising for Crocs. Yep. He's <laughs> like, this random poster. Well, if you look closely enough at John Cena... If you cut off his nose, he looks an awful lot like Voldemort. Mm. Oh, shit. I think anyone would look like Voldemort. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> just that like, nose part. That's the trademark. You're like, Voldemort. you're Voldemort. And then you're like, so if you give away your soul enough, you end up with no nose? I don't know if it's worth think it. The, maybe it's like a reverse po- Pinocchio. Ew. Like, it just goes inside. Ew. Of, like, the more he lies, the more his nose pokes into like his brain. brain. <laughs> Maybe it just like when he gets hold, it's like a turtle head and just pulls into his Turtle, turtle, turtle. So many weird things are happening at once. But, regardless of that, I feel like they're making me look stupid. <laughs> they're they making me look... They're booking this all wrong. <laughs> they're goddamn killing Although I am very excited. 
I'm a little upset because they have the uh, scepter and the uh, cape. I don't really mm-hmm. kingly cape. I don't know what yeah. that is. Like on the stage, so I feel like this is getting ready to be another like Booker T thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which and it's not just him. He's just always the first one I go to. Yeah, this was so bad, and I loved him, and I was just like, but like King Seamus, like he's done it. It's always bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like back in the day, it wasn't like that. Stone Cold won it. A bunch of people won it, and it just you didn't. Yeah. Or even if you did, it wasn't like that. <laughs> it was, uh, it was so bad. <laughs> um. So we had the first rounds of both the Raw and SmackDown bracket. For the King of the Ring this week. Oh, I have to say I like the bracket. Yeah. I don't hate the bracket. I like I like who was in the bracket. I like that Cedric Alexander and Apollo Crews were in it. I love love that Cesaro was in it, although um he did get beat uh, he by Shit, who was he wrestling? <gasps> oh, I can't I remember. Parts of my memory is garbage. The memory is also garbage. I feel like I saw it, and now it's not there. King of the Ring bracket. I'm going to have to look at the fuck. Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Here we go. So we had Cesaro getting beat by Samoa Joe. Also on Raw, we had. Um, Cedric Alexander against Sami Zayn and I really did not think I thought it was going to be Sami Zayn all this heel Zayn stuff I don't know and also they talked about this on Busted Open but they were talking about how the heels have always made the more memorable King of the Ring yeah like the faces there were faces you don't remember the faces Everybody was either an established, well-established heel, or they had a heel run. Yeah, like the, maybe this was they were gonna turn, maybe turn a little bit beforehand, but like this was gonna be their heel arc. Yeah, heel. exactly. Like part, of, yeah, part of their heel arc. So Cedric Alexander got the win over Sami Zayn, so he is advancing to the quarterfinals. Um, so next week we're gonna have on. Raw, we're going to have Ricochet against Drew McIntyre and The Miz versus Baron Corbin. I feel like because... I don't know how this is going to win. Win, I don't know how this is going to... Win, win, win. win. End up being on either side. I've heard predictions of Baron Corbin winning the whole thing because he's such a douchebag. Like, you could really see him parading himself around. He tweeted something the other day, and I was like, I would be disappointed, but I could totally see it happening. Right, right. I don't know why I was just like, yeah, they like to use him as such a douche because they know people hate it, and they're like, meh. He's already got heat. He doesn't need to get heat. Maybe. You had it. You just walk out and be like, boo. This man. (laughs) You don't have to try. You just walk out there, and they'll boo you. I feel like that, if they're going to do the gimmicky, King, winner of the King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. I feel like he wouldn't do bad with it. Oh yeah. Okay, bro. I also but, wouldn't mind like. I wouldn't mind Drew McIntyre as King of the Ring if he didn't do the whole thing. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. If it wasn't pokey. Yeah. Like he yeah. just wins it, does a Stone Cold thing. It's like fuck all yeah. you guys. Yeah. Or it's just more intense about it, but. I actually, honestly, if they were going to try to do it a little gimmicky, I honestly wouldn't mind if Ricochet won. 
Oh, King I, Ricochet. Had a little bit of a heel turn. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't wear the cape. He just kind of comes out with the crown on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The crown. But, like, sideways, like, cool and hip. We're backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Stereotypical. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, He's got a baseball cap on me. (laughs) There's, like, a bill coming out from the crown. Is King Ash Ketchum? (laughs) (laughs) No. Would be the very best. Uh, so on the SmackDown side of things, on Tuesday night we had the first round of the SmackDown bracket with um, Elias beating out Kevin Owens and Andrade beating Apollo Crews, which was not a surprise to me. Although I could also see Andrade being being the, the uh, king of the ring. Andrade or Elias, either one, honestly. If we're going with a heel... I can see him giving it to Elias. It's the same reasoning behind Baron Corbin, though. Yeah. He yeah he he's already got heat, so he'd do well with a hooky gimmick, and you're making kind of more heely. You're just adding a king. Element. I think Elias is the more appealing heel king. Yeah. Gimmicky heel king because where he does have heat, people still kind of like him. People still kind of like people him. People still yeah. walk with Elias. He's got. Yeah. He's got. He's not just he's getting heel momentum. He, he's for lack of a better term. right. He's not. We just, hate you, but he's not consistently getting booed every time he shows his face. So <laughs> I feel like if you're getting heavily booed, like WWE is so weird. Wrestling fans are so weird. Like there are times we Wrestling are, fans following, are awful. following the script, if you will, and we're gonna boo you because you're a heel, but we still like you. <laughs> Actually, no. I feel like WWE fans are like we just like you. Like when Becky turned heel, and everyone was like, yes. Yay! It did not Becky. work like they thought at all. And then they were like, guys, she can't be a huge shut <laughs> she got. And they were like, we'll make her like a tweener, and she'll be fine. Thank you. She's an anti-hero. Did you see that? Because that didn't work like they planned. Yeah, I feel like they were all like, well, that bad <laughs> I wonder how many times they do that because of pants. They're like, well, <laughs> shit. Guys. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. not much of me got in the control group. God damn it. <laughs> uh, but, well, when your control group is pants. I hope, okay. I hope good control shit. Groups. Yeah. <laughs> Their control, control group is just Vince. Yeah. In different outfits. In disguise. <laughs> what were the results from the, shit. Yeah, what were the results uh, from the control group? Apparently this is good shit. Um, I Vince's version and then like one or two different writers' version. And it's just Vince in different disguises being like, that sucks. <laughs> Vince on my stash. He's like, that was good shit. And they're like, Vince, we work for who was Vince? a child. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'd love to meet the man. He seems great. (laughs) Uh, He sounds wonderful. Um, So we had Elias and Andrade coming out, coming into the quarterfinals for, uh, I guess, two weeks from now. Um, So next week on SmackDown, we will have... Oh, wait, also Elias and Owens, there was uh, shenanigans for the Shane. Oh, that's right. Fuck, I forgot that. They had, Shane. like, a whole thing throughout the night. I don't, honestly, you okay. remember half of it. So, Elias was backstage, saw the suspicious-looking guy. It was one of the refs. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, it was one of the refs. Yeah, and he was like, where is he? Ref points to a trunk. That actually made Elias look pretty cool. It was... It was I just liked seeing Drake Maverick getting strangled to death. I just... Just because I don't like Drake Maverick. But, so, Drake Maverick pops out of the trunk. Elias shows him this... Basically, a decree from from royal the king King Shane McMahon. Oh Jesus! Yeah, are the best in the world. Yes, 
Decrees. I like that he signed it the best in the world, shaming me. But um, basically, that the 24-7 title was basically on pause for the night, so Elias could focus on his uh, match for the King of the Ring bracket. I do like the big time that tried to make the holder of the 24-7 belt a little smart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be... He's gonna be crafty about it because he's Elias. Yeah, like he's kind of caught away to the thing, and that's. And when you're buddy buddy with a boss, I mean. Your boss, not the boss. Yeah, I was like, I literally was like, what did I do? What happened this week? We're best. In her dollar store glasses. As Becky said. We'll also have to talk about that because we missed that last week, but we'll get to that. Oh. Becky's whole rant on Sasha is just God, it was so good. And oh, I, I listened to like four episodes busted open this week and they were talking about but they were talking about why it was so good is because they were like, It's good when you believe what you're saying and she believes every word that she's saying and I'm like, That's such a good way to put it. We'll talk about that. Um, so next week we're gonna have on the bracket we're gonna have Ali Mustafa Ali. <laughs> Versus Mustafa one. <laughs> just to clarify, the Mustafa Ali uh, versus Buddy Murphy, and also Chad Gable versus Shelton Benjamin. Confused about those two both being thrown in there, but also <laughs> towards the end of the Elias KO thing, Shane becomes the special guest oh, referee. Yeah, and that's kind of what causes the match, which I don't agree with. I think that's stupid. Yes, so fucking stupid. Which is the only reason I kept trying to bring it back up because like. Why? Why is this a thing anymore? And at one point they were kind he of like, we've kind of forgiven each other. Uh, yeah. Like, as long as you don't put your hands on another rep, we'll be cool. And then he comes out there and he's like, I'm the rep, which I called it series that said that. I was like, <laughs> But even then I'm like, are we going to do this? Can we, like, stop with special guest referees <laughs> and this and that and just, like, have Kayo go crazy and beat the shit out of you for weeks on end and that'd be okay. Or even have Shane do it to him, like what I'd like to watch. Are we? No, no, it's not this. It's not this. I don't it's need storylines playing out in King of the Ring necessarily. Like yeah. it's a storyline in itself. Right, right. You don't need. And like if someone wins a match, the they're someone else the next just week, then yeah, have them come out and attack or something like that. But you build your own storylines within that. You don't. Mm-hmm. You don't bring in outer storylines. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um. So yeah, we'll see how this tournament bracket fills out. I assume the actual week. matches weren't bad, besides maybe that one. No, yeah. I really enjoyed Samoa Joe versus Cesaro. The matches mm-hmm. were good. I didn't necessarily group the outcomes. I guess I should too. Seen on that one, I think we should have given Cesaro. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. But curious. Curious. So, uh, I guess might as well go ahead and jump into the Sasha Banks thing. But now, we were out last week, uh, you know, job switchovers, so we don't have lives. But, um, Sasha Banks returned. Yeah. So, before we get into this week, what were the initial feelings for you guys with her return? I was not a fan. Apparently a lot of people were. I don't know if it was not. <laughs> no, I, I like her hair color. <laughs> I, I like, the, like the blue. But I like the blue hair, but I don't. I don't know. I, I just like her actual return where she came out with the wig on, and I feel like oh, yeah. Deb Dastardly and Mr. Business told me this was a stupid reason to be upset 
Because as, as soon as she came out, I went, that's a wig. Yeah. And they were like, you're upset about that? And I'm like, well, it looks like a wig. Like, it doesn't look... So when she came not, out... It looks bad. Like, I, well, it was when she came out, I said, I hope that's a wig. Otherwise, for her return, if her hair looks like dog shit. Like, I was like, bad. they could... I was like, surely she... Somebody would have said something to her backstage about her hair looking that bad before she goes out. We haven't seen her in four months. And you're like, going out like Your that? hair looks fucking terrible. Over four months. Yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. Four and a half oh, months. Wow. Yeah. Because it was like the end of the first week of April. Yeah. Yeah. Four and a half months. Yeah, I was like, that's gotta be... I gotta hope that's a wig. That was the only happy feeling that I had about the entire thing was when she took the wig off and I was like, thank god it was a wig. Because <laughs> it's awful. But, um... And to me, the reason why, I guess... Not that I, I'm upset about the wig. I think as maybe a woman, or anyone mm-hmm. that's familiar with wigs, I don't know, I'm not that familiar, but... <laughs> but like, familiar with so you, you see that. You know there's something off there. Yeah. Maybe she was just having a bad hair night. But that almost immediately tipped me off that something was going to happen. Yeah. Like, this isn't just a return. She's not just coming out there and be like, oh, hey, Nettie. Which, by the way, Nettie was in the ring crying. She lost Becky, and she was like, oh, my dad. Yeah, one year, my dad died one year ago today. Yeah, I was like, it's oh, just like, cool. Oh, wow. I it's thought been Becky was maybe going to come out and just be like, you fought hard, right? Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. That. So, but that to me almost tipped me off to the heat turn. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I didn't know exactly that was going to happen, but I knew something probably along those lines there was going to be an identity change because I was like, I hope to God that's not like you. It's not real, right? Like, yeah. That's not yeah. right. <laughs> um, she also caught Becky in the. So she turns heel, obviously. She's got blue hair now. She's blue Sasha Banks. This is her blue period. Blue Banks. <laughs> blue Banks. Oh, God. <laughs> Good God. She turns seal, she beats Natty, Becky comes out to make the save, and she actually ends up cracking Becky, like, in the back of the head with a chair. Chair, yeah. I honestly was kind of excited at first. I was like, you know what, maybe, I honestly was like, maybe she's gonna pull a Dean Ambrose. Not that Dean Ambrose was bad before him, but, you know, yeah. he came back, he was ripped, he had all these new moves. Yeah. And like, oh, shit. Like, so I was like, you know what, maybe, maybe she's not Bosch Banks anymore. Mm-hmm. And she cracked maybe. Becky in the back of the head with a chair, and I was like, you <laughs> literally just got back in your just back your first night. Bacha Banks. Uh, Bacha Banks. Um, I okay. So I wasn't happy to see Sasha because all I can think about is right before she left when she was acting like a real bitch. Yeah. And then just this, I don't know. Her social media stuff since then, it's just, you so know, weird. almost like she was, like, you know, it's like she was wanting to leave, and then she's still there, and This then, is annoying. And, yeah, exactly. You know any bitch, no one cares. Did you know Becky referenced that before this happened? Like, a week or two before this happened. Oh, did she really? She kind of called Sasha out in an interview. No. Because someone had asked her about it, and she was like, she said something, and then she was like, you know, you lose, talk kind of referring to Wrestlemania, she didn't actually say that, but you're like, you know, you lose, you learn from it, you use it, use it to drive yourself, you know, go away for a couple months and then come back, and then she was like, and then on your Instagram, you're like, the caterpillar is the butterfly, and the cocoons, and I was like, that is exactly what Sasha was. Yeah. Like, she was being sarcastic, but I was like, that's actually exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. So she was like, you want to fight me, come fight me. She literally called her out, she was like, 
Yeah. You want to fight? Let's do this. Like, come on, use this, pull yourself up, not go away and so, do this. Well, and what's do whatever making you you've been doing this whole time? What's making me okay with this whole situation with Sasha and Becky is the fact that Becky called her ass out on the so in that promo so this week. To yes, this week, and oh, yeah, yeah so really fucking call her out and. I just, I loved the promo. I backed it up and I watched it again on Hulu. I was like, oh, yes. I'll give you a reason to go. Was she crying? She was like, you're the greatest woman to never do anything or something like that. Yeah, to never be great. And I was like, like, my butt. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, goddamn, that's right. But I mean, exactly. That's true. Like, you've come up with such hype and such, like, drive and, like, a force behind you, and then you just. I feel like don't do team. a whole lot of fucking anything. Like you it's remember a, when you and I got back into wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. And like the big push in the women's division was Charlotte versus Sasha. And we watched that I feel like for a year straight. Hell in the table, yeah. first women's yes. Hell in the match. Oh. Hell in the table. Like I'm trying to like stop. Like you ruined it. It's bad. After the first time, try one more time. If you can't, just don't. Don't. You're fine. You didn't break it. So stop it. Go to another table. Try that one. <laughs> and like the most I remember about her biggest push, singles push that I watched was that, and it was a flip flop between her and Charlotte, and the matches weren't that good. And regardless of that, I feel like Becky is now what they wanted Sasha to be. Then. Yes. Yeah. But you know, Becky. But she just wasn't. But Be- Becky can walk the walk to back up the talk. Yeah. And the, the talk is so she fucking good. She actually has that actual swagger, and she's she really does. good at talking. Yeah. She Yes. Oh, my That's God. Kind of on the mic, on oh, social yeah, media. Sure, because I loved Becky Lynch, but I feel like I really, really like her now. I mean, it's I, like Sasha. I love, well, no, I but I, I feel like before it was still kind of cutesy. It was cool, but it was cutesy. Yeah. I like and now she's just like... Now she's exactly. just Now she's like, a badass bitch, and that's... I, I feel like at one point, you know, when they told, kind of when they told Becky, like, hey, like, ease up just a little bit with social media shit. Like, go suck my dick. Yeah. And now, yeah. And now they're just like, it's like with Sasha, they're like, you know what? She kind of did some stupid bullshit. Let her have it. Just let her have it. And Becky's like, so I can say whatever I want. She's like, I've been waiting on this. I've been training my thumbs for this shit. I can do whatever I want. All right. Yeah. Oh, she had such a good promo on Sasha, though. And I think uh, Sasha gets one later in the night, and they're like, how do you want to respond to your attack? And she literally is just like, you're welcome, and then walks off, and you're like, Uh, Becky literally just verbally destroyed you. Yeah. And that's what you're going to and also, she attacked Natty backstage again, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe she did. That's you. She, she was talking some. Sh- what was it she yeah, said oh, about she said, her no, dad? She said, uh, which she said, "Go to hell." And she was like, "Tell your dad I said hi." Yeah. I, I was like, okay. That's too much. And I and it was like I wonder if that was her ad living, but I feel like she would have talked to Natty about it first, or if it was. Creative, or even Vince having her say it. Okay with Natty, especially if that really is the one year of his death. Yeah. They would have had to. They brought that up. Like, yeah. 
or it would have been a year and a week, but you know, like with it right. being so close to anniversary, with them bringing it up. But even not, even anniversary or not, even if he died like ten years ago, that's still fucked up. St- yes, yes, that's exactly the point that, I'm, yeah, that it's I was going to make. It's fucked up. The cool thing to say. Not okay. Not cool, man. Not cool. I would say just mentally for uh, for Natty, it might have been easier. I'm not saying they still should have done it, but you know, right. it had been maybe five to ten years. There had been some times, so like you know, mm-hmm. every time it's brought up, you're not like yeah. But grief is a weird thing, like. Yes. It takes one little thing to just set you off on something. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have just caused, like, a mental breakdown of Natty. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. with it being so close. Like, it's already kind of on her mind. Yeah. yeah. It's like the grief post-share thing. thing yes. That's fun. It was really good. My friend, like, this is exactly my friend Trisha shared that, and I was like, that is the perfect way to explain it. I've never heard it explained better. Yes. Which fanatics you don't know what we're talking about, but it's a great explanation of grief. Basically, your uh, life is a box, the grief is a giant ball, and there's a little button that is the uh, the pain button. And that early on, the ball was huge, and it doesn't take... Constantly kind of pushing It's constantly, yeah, it's constantly... It can't move. The, you know, the grief can't exist without hitting that button a lot. But as time goes by, the ball gets smaller, and it's less often. Yeah, that I mean, it can still in anything. Can yeah. Have, but not oh yeah. But it happens. Yeah, but it happens less yeah. often and less often. But it was a great little. I mean, it had like a little illustration. <laughs> the person who read paper. Those were like freaking my terrible <laughs> pictures. But yeah. I'm like, this is great. Yeah. Um, I really like that. But, but yeah. That, though, I think anything like that's just kind of. Tacky. I think we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. If it's really something you wanna do, you should wait. I'd say at least five years. Yeah. Well, and, and you didn't even have to do it at all. There no, are no, ways. There's shit you can. You can talk shit. Becky is a great example of this. You can talk shit and not take not take low blows. Where, you can even get personal, like. But not, not to that extent. I mean, she could have talked shit about Natty's talents, and you know about her, you know, having been wrestling for so long, and what, you know, what is she? Yeah, what is she doing right now? Literally, She's not a champion. Blah blah blah. This is how you could have done it. Becky earlier in the night called her the greatest woman to not be great. Be great. Mm-hmm. Compare her to Natty. I'm the greatest woman to not be great. Yeah. Because sadly, Sasha has done more in WWE than Nanny has. Your dad went yeah. to hell. <laughs> yeah, that's where we get. Your dad went to hell. That's, yeah. Go to hell just like your fuck-faced father. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty bad, right? Hit you right in the heart. It's horrible. There are tears. People are writing. <laughs> you guys hear that? That's my heart breaking. <laughs> but, uh... But I'm not, I'm not, overall, at least for me, I'm not stoked about Sasha Banks' return. I am stoked about Becky playing off of that. I think she can make a great foil character for Becky. Mm-hmm. And I think that could be very good. I think the matches themselves, probably, Becky's going to carry this. Becky's going to have to carry this whole thing. Yeah. And I feel bad for her. Unless... We haven't actually seen Sasha really wrestle since she got back, unless she comes back with like a crazy new moveset and like. If she just comes back with that fucking the 
the backstabber in the bank statement. My only thing, like, the bank statement, like, it's not that bad of a move if you just get there. They're literally, like, they have their hands on her fucking lock she has on their face, mm-hmm. like, fucking pull her hands off. Yeah, her fucking finger back. Yeah. She'll move her hand. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, three, three of her brothers, fucking, no matter what, just fucking rip their finger back. Who is it? Is it Alistair that does the finger thing? No, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Thank you. <laughs> yes. He actually looks really bad. Like, I know he's not really doing it, but I'm like, ew. I know. I love Pete Dunn. Like, not that Ooh. it would actually cause he's you a wrestling match, but you're like, ow. Ow. Fucking ow. Like, that would be me in the ring, like, ow. Here. Why did you do that? And then, like, later backstage, <laughs> in the locker room, like, you walk by, you shove him really hard up against the wall. Like, that's for almost breaking my fucking finger. Fuck <laughs> it's almost like stubbing your toes or like that, where you have, like, <laughs> Ten customers that come in your mouth, but afterwards can't walk it off. You're like, fine, fine, fine. But <laughs> bad move, but I'm fine. This happened, but I'll get over it. Uh, so I guess to talk about a little bit more raw. Raw was a weird night. Mm. So the main storyline of Raw, besides I guess Keelery, is that uh. <laughs> Uh, like, I'm sure that I'm reading through it, I'm just remembering it. Like, <laughs> so, Alright, I gotta take it. Keep talking. I don't think this is. Your idea wasn't bad. It's your execution that's really bad. The, the ending of the idea is terrible, but. So, we have the United States Championship match, which is AJ versus Braun Strowman. But. You know, AJ and the club are back together, so Carlos and Anderson and Luke and Gallows. We are all outside of the ring. I'm just chilling. <laughs> so they end up interfering. So AJ retains. Rollins comes out to make the save. And gets on the mic and is like, hey, why don't you and I challenge? Luke and Gallows and Carlos and Anderson to a tag team match. Carlos and Anderson. And, you know, put, put the belt on the line. Put the belts. Put the belt on the line. Put them on the line. And they're like, oh, okay. Not really. Oh. A match is made and they go on to fight later in the night. And I was like, you know what? Maybe. <laughs> you alright? Well, not having an aneurysm. If Gallows and Anderson won this, this would have been a great match. Because, for one thing, you're making them look strong in the division. You beat Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman in a tag match. Because you guys haven't looked strong in. Ever? It's like. In a while. It's it's been a while. They won the Raw tag team belts, I think, once, and then literally never done anything again. Besides Southpaw Rachel Wrestling, which was amazing. But. that does. That would be the only reason I hope you guys would stay. Perhaps we get more. But, uh. Please stay. But they didn't do that. Um, so. <laughs> but they didn't. Because, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, you know, you could have Strowman cause the match, yeah. Seth causes the match. Like, even if he takes the pin, it doesn't look that bad, depending on what happens. Like, AJ yeah. gets involved, he interferes, Seth takes the pin. Literally anything. Seth doesn't need two belts. 
Thrawn is only one that tag belts, once with a child and then once with, yeah, midlife Jesus. <laughs> like, I am so confused. So confused. Because now that you've made Gallus and Anderson look weak as shit. Yeah. And now you have these two running around with the belts. You can barely get a decent storyline together for set. But we're doing this now. Like, I'm so confused. I am so confused. It's just... Literally the only way I can see this ending is at Clash of Champions, the tag match happens first. Yeah. And that causes Rollins to lose the Universal title. And you just took it off of him and put it back on him. So why? Like, I don't understand why they are tag champions. At all. No. It... I like all the, um, I like all the memes, though, about, um, how 30 years later, uh, Nicholas came back to claim his title. You know, the kid that Braun Strowman won the tag oh title before. Yes. It's just like, Seth and Braun in the ring holding the belt, so. <laughs> it's cute. We don't you, understand it at all. You were in the bathroom, so, uh, I was just talking about how, I think I'm... Uh, Gallus and Anderson was this. This would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I agree. There's Seth, a, there was Seth need two belts. No, Seth two belts. He's like, like he's like my girlfriend like he, had two belts. Which I feel like that uh, as human beings, had. typically people would be like, oh, Becky's only where she's at. Because she's a woman and she's dating Seth Rollins, the top guy in the company. Yeah. But now I almost feel like it's reverse. Like, Seth's only getting two belts, and he's like... Because Becky had two belts. Becky had two belts. Well... <laughs> How's this fair? You guys are sexist. Like, it's men. Like... Becky's just like... Put your dick away. Like, Is that possible to say? Get that checker privilege. Check it. Check it. Check Excuse me. Um... Sorry, sorry, I'm a sack. Sorry, I'm a sack. Also, this is actually a lot too. That's the storyline, but uh, Rey Mysterio was backstage, and he, uh, it's like, getting to be an old man. Which I was kind of confused about this. Uh-huh. Because he said he was going to hang up the mask, so I didn't know if, like, he doesn't take his mask off, which, even if he did, it wouldn't matter, because everyone's already seen his face. Sure. But we're to that. Um, he was like, I want to take off the mask in the end. Simpson. I didn't know at that point if he was talking about retiring. Because mm-hmm. I thought for the whole first part of that before he said that, I was like, oh, shit, he's going to retire. And I was getting ready to be so fucking sad. Yeah. And, like, tears. I I would have cried tears. Um, I love my new stores, man. Yeah. Uh, but then he unzips the mask and he says, I'm going to hang up the mask. Was he going to retire the mask? Or was he going to retire? At this point, point, is it synonymous? Like, is he one of those guys? I am, yes. I try to reinvent myself. He's the mask. mask off again. Somebody stop him. <laughs> How has there not been it's a not mask? Not. mask luchador wrestling. I don't mask. know. I wish. Like it looks like the mask. I wish somebody would say why I came back. His, me. I wish his fiend mask was the green mask. Smoke mask. It. <laughs> Smoke it. I'm like, I love the movie. It's like much. his headlamp has a cigar. <laughs> um, yes. But, um... Oh, that reminds me of some other news, but keep, keep going. But, um, his son, Dominic, whom, if you've ever watched the Eddie Guerrero 
Rey Mysterio feud, you would know that there was a custody battle over, <laughs> over Tony Dominic. We thought there was going to be a custody battle over him between Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. The motherfucker looks like he's Samoa Joe's kid. That, that would be a funny he's one. He's, like a, he's a foot taller than you know, his dad. I've never, never... And twice as thick. I have never tried to live up his wife, but I'm curious if she's taller or taller. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, Dominic ends up coming in and he's like, don't do it. You, you gotta be my partner. And he's like, I'll make you proud. So I guess Dominic actually will sometime soon be making his wrestling debut, even though he's been a character for many moves. So... His his wife is not much taller than him at all. I don't She's know. Beautiful though. She is, but um, is that his phone? Anyway, who is wife or a daughter? I don't know. Um, but like John, my husband is six six. His parents are both like five six or five five and five seven. <laughs> like they're nowhere even close to six feet tall. And he and his cousin are both like the freaks of the family. They're like six five and six six or something. Funny how that works sometimes. <laughs> it is. That was not the case in my family. My dad was five five. My mom is like four eight or four nine. So I never hit five feet. <laughs> But that's okay. You just shy of your But yeah, anyway, Dominic looks like someone would show, so I thought there was going to be a whole thing with that. We're never going to do this again. I would have actually been okay with it, but we don't get to say Breaking news, fanatics. We got a cat who looks good. His name is Buddha. So we have Buddha. The, the, the Buddha Pinball Mix Birdie. So here, here's referred to Birdie. That's our dog. Buddha is our little couple of little kitty. We did not kidnap Daniel Bryan's kid. <laughs> Birdie. Yeah. Although Dan and I talked about that the other day, and isn't Birdie just such a weird name for a person? Birdie yeah. Joe. We were like, Birdie is an adorable name for a pet, but like for an actual kid, that's kind of weird. <laughs> it, it, it is, but it almost seems kind of old school, too. A little bit. Yeah. I think I've not just watched too much King of the Hill. So, Lady Bird. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which is actually secretly why I think Birdie's named Birdie, because it's just like a <laughs> short version of like. <laughs> Get your booty hole out um, of my face. But I think, honestly, one of my last talking points, at least for Raw, that I want to talk about is so the New Day was beat by the Revival. The prior week, they had kind of teased this. Faction, if you will, yeah. Randy Orton in the revival, which came to play out here. In which case, uh, Randy Orton hit Biggie with an RKO, and uh, Kingston tried to make the oh. save. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> cat on the laptop. Well, it's a little Let me go. But uh, so Randy Orton ends up hitting Big E with an RKO. Kingston tries to come out and make the save. It's also knocked out. And then um, 
they kind of made Kofi watch as they really look like they fucked up Xavier Woods' leg. Yeah. Like, yeah. they either did that really good, or they actually fucked his leg up. Which I'm a little sad, because with something like that, typically that means they're getting ready to write him off of TV. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of hope they don't, because I love Xavier, but maybe he's hurt. Maybe there's something we don't know. I'm a little curious to see where the revival of Randy Orton go. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. I'm not sure if I like it, though. I will follow Randy anywhere. Orton. <laughs> Is that the cat? I will follow you anywhere, Orton. You're literally lifting up Simba style, going, Randy Orton, I will follow you anywhere. <laughs> oh, we should have named him the Dipper. So, when oh. so, yeah. I don't mind the New Day losing. I don't mind the revival winning. I'm just a little curious to see where this is gonna go. Little, little curious. Very curious. Uh, so on SmackDown, um, first off, so we we didn't miss last week. I've pointed that out multiple times. But so this whole Roman Reigns who who done it storyline. <laughs> it's a regular old caper. I still, I'm still <laughs> holding out that it's Rikishi. It's a regular old. I did it for that. And I hope they flash the rock in that episode when they reveal it to him, and he's like, "I didn't ask you to do, I didn't ask you to do it. Stop doing things for me. I never asked. I didn't ask you to do it. It's so cold. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're gonna murder someone. Quick with words in my But um, so this. <laughs> in a very so, tumultuous story, I suppose. Um, so, the first kind of tidbit we get of this this week is when Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan bring in that hooded person. Yes. This hooded man. They kind of like berate him, I feel like. They're like, you know what you did? <laughs> You're like, Daniel Bryan's been real fucking weird through this whole thing. Can I just say that? Like, he's come off as a real weirdo to me. Not for some bad. Reason. I feel like it's not bad, though. Does he come off as a weirdo? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But he's really good at selling the weirdo thing. Yeah. Because he, he really sounds like he's about to just lose his shit. So, John and I were speculating, like, who could this be? At this point, because you're like, it's going to be someone, right? Like, right. It's like, maybe it's going to be Harper. And John, John's like, maybe it's Alistair Black. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure Alistair has tattoos on his hands. You would, and you would see them. Like, that's all you can <laughs> see. Yeah, the skin gloves. Because he just had. I like to think that maybe uh, it's just gloves, but like finger gloves. <laughs> just individual finger gloves. Or the Glam Squad used that camouflage makeup to just mm-hmm. cover up all of his hand tattoos. Yes. Like, that's a long way to go to cover right. That's a lot. But so they bring this guy in, and eventually they're like, don't move, and they leave. Which I would have moved. Because <laughs> they yeah. honestly look like they were getting ready to waterboard him. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it was torture. It's a little torture. A little bit later, Roman Reigns comes backstage and kind of less aggressively mm-hmm. confronts Freddie Murphy, and he's like, what you see, man? He's like, you know, I'm pretty sure I saw Rowan. And Reigns like, if you're lying, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. And Murphy's like, I know what I saw. And then Buddy Murphy and Daniel Bryan have a match. Which was a good fucking match. So good. Little surprise that actually Murphy got the win. Yeah. Not upset. 
completely fine with it. I'm a little curious if, like, they're trying to, like, they're not, I'm reading too much into this. I was like, maybe it's a metaphor for how Murphy is right. <laughs> uh, I'm reading too much into wrestling, goddamn, I'm too smart. Um, Eric Rowan and Daniel Bryan actually end up attacking Buddy Murphy backstage while he's trying to give an interview. Mm-hmm. So, literally, that happens. You go through a couple other things through SmackDown. And then the end of the show, the end of the show, at this point, you still do not know who this mystery person is. I thought maybe they wouldn't show us. I thought a lot of things. And then they take the goddamn towel or whatever it is, blanket over his head, off, and it's no, like, it's literally no one. I have Googled, and I have Googled, and I have Googled to see if it's any wrestler. Maybe it's just someone I don't know, because wrestling's a really big world. There's a lot of people I don't know. It looks like like Eric Roman's dad or something. Ah, I don't, well, no, he literally has... That's what it's like. Uh, it's me, maybe. Uh, I feel like it looks like a dyed orange beard. Like, I feel like you can see the guy's beard roots in the dark, and I'm like, Jesus, dyed this poor motherfucker's beard orange. I see, orange. Roots, like, I see beard roots. Could be wrong. I feel like it's only shown for a split second, but honestly, yeah. I haven't, like, really detailed looked at the photo. Yeah. But, like, whatever. So I was like, that looks dead. But it's just some random man who is bald with a longer beard that is the same color as Rowan's. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who he is. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, at one point, I'd hoped it was Luke Harper. I really hoped it was going to be that. Like, I saw yeah. Bob Hendel, like, maybe she was it? I don't know. And then I kind of, like, got a little bit more mm-hmm. into it. And I was like, who are you? <laughs> but I've, I've looked at the hands when he had the, the thing over his head, and I looked at the hands, and the hands looked big, like a bigger guy's hands. I don't know. Not somebody who looked Harper's build. Not, not as meaty. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was a little disappointed. A li- I was a lot of disappointed, to be honest. Yeah. Because to be honest, I think this thing with Roman Reigns isn't necessarily bad. Right. I don't think they know how to do who does anymore. No. So that part they've also touched on a lot of things. It's a little bad, but the they, actual they don't know how to done it. I don't know who done it to done it. Do it. I think that's the problem. Just they, they don't know who done it and they I, do a who done it. But we and they're like so this random person done it. But we did it. We did it. We did done it. So, we did so we did. Kid Rock's here. Oh god. Jesus Christ. No. That's like, I told you to stop inviting him. I know he's in the Hall of Fame. I don't give a shit. If you leave leave out a carton of Newports, he will come. Jesus Christ. Christmas Day. It's like you leave out a, a, what is it, case of, case of cores and fireworks and, uh, yeah, a box of new, a carton of Newports on, uh, July 3rd. (laughs) Chris Rock, or Chris Rock, <laughs> not Chris Rock. Kid Rock, 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 you could do this the entire time? Yeah. Why were we not doing this from the beginning? Yes, and that's what, the intensity for Roman is why I want to see this whole 
that's why I want to see a whole uh, Roman versus Seth over Becky thing. He's like, what? Take what I want. I feel like Becky and Roman could carry Seth as far as the promos and the acting part of it. I don't know. See, here's the thing. Seth Rollins doesn't cut bad promos. No. I feel like at some point, especially if he's face, ends up kind of cutting the same promo. Like, his tone is really good, Mm -hmm. his cadence, his pacing is really good, but I feel like at the same time, once you actually break it down, he's literally just at some point saying the same thing over Mm -hmm. and over and over. You're just saying it in new ways. Yeah. He's like, I've got a cool new way to say it, and everyone's like, eh, and you're kind of like, eh, 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 we're all Italian. (laughs) And then you're like, eh, hey, and then like a week later, you're like, wow, it's a different promo, you're like, you said this last week, but hey. It's like a little dumber, like, but that's really the one thing I really like about this. Also, it showcases Buddy Murphy, who everyone keeps, like, his thing, like, he's the best kept secret during WWE, and I'm like... The fact that he got the pin was like... He was like, I think they're gonna try to do what they were going to do with Mustafa before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. I feel like these cruiserweight guys, especially yeah. the ones that actually got over and were big in 205 Live, yeah. I have a strange... I was going to say, um, I think those guys that got over big, uh, I think they're going to utilize them more on the main roster. Also, I haven't seen anything official, but there are rumors going around that 205 Live will probably get cancelled once SmackDown moves to Fox just because they tape it after SmackDown. Mm. Well, the thing is, if you're gonna have three televised shows, seven hours, spread your cruiserweight out, like, have them, and they don't have to be on all three shows. Put a lot of them on an NXT, man. Yeah. Or... Or use that third hour of Raw. Not even the whole third hour. Half hour. Yeah, yeah. use a half hour. Sprinkle it out throughout the three hours. You know, and then and have some matches and some promos and stuff. And incorporate 205 Live into the main mm-hmm. roster shows. Cruiserweeds. Which NXT, NXT is like the third... It's the third brand now. It's not even developmental anymore. It's Straight up, if there's Raw, team. SmackDown, and what, and I've heard it referred to as just Takeover too. I don't know that they were gonna call it Takeover because I think they were trying to get away from the NXT thing because NXT was short for Next, and that was like who's coming up next. But since they're gonna, they want them to be seen more as the same level as the Raw and SmackDown rosters, so they're gonna just call it Takeover. I don't know that that's that was some speculation. I would really hope not. Yeah. And my only reason for that, and I think it makes good business logic, is that you would have to get you'd have to get different belts, you'd have to rebrand everything, you'd have to rebuild yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't have any mixed key belt anymore, it's the takeover belt. Yeah. So Which, you have to get a new belt. Um with them just adding like the North American Title and right. stuff like that. Like, it's, you've just done that stuff. I don't know, it's been a crazy year for you guys. Like, I don't think anyone, <laughs> the time they were 
doing the North American Belt plans and yeah. they implemented it. And whether I don't think anyone first saw this happening, so they're like, oh shit. Yeah. But like at the same time, I'm like just. And I hope they bring some people NXT over. NXT has no variety. Yeah. And I hope they take some of the people from NXT and put them on Raw or SmackDown, but also take a couple for some people from Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, no. And put them. Treat. Yeah. If you will. Just because and put them up, put them over there just to wild card. There's a wild card. Everybody, it's everybody. You just want to. Everybody's everywhere. You can go anywhere you want. No one cares. Once you get a certain amount of points, go anywhere you want. Oh shit. Yeah. But uh, you get your card punched for every appearance on Raw, so it's like you can go to you can go to SmackDown. You want a free visit to SmackDown. But, uh, like, people like uh, Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Yeah. Are the most recent ones, I believe, have, have gone back down. I've done really fucking good. Tyler Breeze versus Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was fantastic. Yeah. And I love Dango. I always loved uh, Fandango and Breeze together. Yes. Fandango. I love that tag team. They did have them doing a lot of comedy. Mm-hmm. It was really good, though. I'm not gonna Oh, lie. yeah, yeah. The like, fashion files. Like oh my god. They made them, so, uh, I miss it. They made them yeah. so comedic that you almost forgot that they could wrestle. Mm-hmm. Even though their comedy matches were fucking gold. Yeah. Like, I don't want to take away from that because they did so well. Like when Ted Reese came out as the janitor. They did. Oh my god. They like, like, someone in the face. Yeah. Like, oh but it was god. like kind of like comedic jobbing because it was like they never got to win. But, but they were there for entertainment. Like, like, get what it was. Though, there was that one paper review we all picked the. So we're like, this is going to be their time. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. It was not. No. But, uh... Hi, Buddha. Very smart. <laughs> but, um... She's an ornaments. So you take someone like Tyler Breeze, mm-hmm. who's exceeded that comedy aspect, and then you take him back down at NXT, because he's been doing that so long, you almost fucking forgot how good of a wrestler he is. Mm-hmm. Once you dial the gimmick down... A little bit, and then... He has the same gimmick. Yeah. He has the same fucking gimmick. Dial down the focus on the gimmick. Not even... You know, and turn up the focus on their wrestling capabilities. Right? Their in-ring capabilities. Like, you focus on that, like, you still have that. Mm -hmm. That's still who he is, but it's not like... Yeah. That's all he is? I feel like NXT is like... If you think of WWE as a circus, NXT is like... Where they're training the trapeze artists. And it's like once they get them trained, they put them on Raw and SmackDown, and suddenly they're clowns in cars and fucking circus bears on tricycles. And they're like, you didn't train me for this. Yeah. You trained me for that. Yeah, you didn't yeah. <laughs> you didn't train me for all this goofy shit like you tra- like I thought I was gonna be doing the shit that I was doing as I was training and growing as a wrestler and a performer not I don't know doing whatever fucking dumb storyline gimmick or whatever you they're gonna put them in you didn't tell me how to deal with this yeah. you didn't the tell me files? you never trained me to deal with that you didn't tell me that the New Day and I oh were gonna God. pull a weekend at Bernie's on the ramp like, oh my god yeah EC3 like I'd be like yeah I don't know you want me to be knocked out and they're just gonna walk me down there like, no? <laughs> How would you have felt if EC3 was on the King of the Ring tournament bracket? I would not not be okay with it. 
I mean, I would be okay. like if he was on the bracket and lost in the the first round or the or the quarterfinals. What honestly wouldn't have been a bad idea, and this is actually even different from my original booking that I complained about. Mm-hmm. I complained about that, but it's been ruining my original booking. You could even do a King of the Ring with like low to mid carders. Mm-hmm. Still have your big guys. You can still have Drew Max. Still have yeah. sp- sprinkled. Not not a yeah. lot. A couple. I feel like with EC three, you could have had him in the first round and had him pull off like a big win, like a big upset. That's what I'm saying. Like, and have him look strong in the second round. Have him lose, but have it a really fair, good fight where you thought maybe he was gonna win, and then that kind of builds him up, and then maybe the person who beats him gets beat in the semifinals. And then you can have a feud between them after and build up two people who are maybe low mid card wrestlers. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's like that's why you only have those big stars like three. Yeah. Maybe four to weeks. You've got your Samoa Joe, you've got your Elias, you've got your Drew McIntyre. But then most of your bracket is filled up by people like EC three. Yeah. And Which I kinda feel like is what they were doing with it. Cedric Alexander and Apollo Crews. But those people shouldn't have to. None of those people should be left in this category anyways based on their body of work if you've seen it. But, like, within WWE, I don't know if people would agree with it. Yeah. I honestly, if I watched it, I probably wouldn't have. But, like, you know, you have Cedric Alexander, have Mustafa Ali, have Mm -hmm. all those guys. Maybe have them fight each other. Survivor Series, or not saying you're gonna any belt's gonna get put or on this person. Match at TLC. I mean, but, but yeah, something. not saying that the belt's ever gonna get put on this person. Maybe I'd say maybe do like a 50-50 yeah. and even like a 40-60 mm-hmm. But like, it's a good test run. At least give them a feud. Put them on a bigger stage after that. Okay, we've done well. We're gonna have you win this, and then maybe maybe you're in contention for a mid-card belt. Maybe you do put them in contention for the Universal or the WWE title. They're not going to win, but, like, see if they can carry, pull their weight in a feud. Right. Well, and the other thing I like about tournaments is pitting different people against each other that you maybe normally wouldn't just throw together. Yeah. And seeing who has chemistry to build a feud. You see people have, like, a burn murder match. You're like, okay. 
this. Well, we're gonna we're gonna table this maybe for a couple months, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna get what do you guys? Well, have but then you also know like that there's that chemistry ring, like they can put on good matches. Right. right. So, so you yeah, know that's point. an option. Yeah. Eventually, maybe I don't know. Say WrestleMania. You're like, wow, these two guys are really good in the ring. What we're gonna do is we're gonna start creating the story now. No, because what you do is you figure out what you want to happen and then you start building the story. Oh my god, that's how it works. Oh my god. Um, I'm telling you, you can listen, you can learn a lot by listening to Busted and just hearing Bully Ray and Mark Henry. Those two men. I mean, not nothing against Dave Dave LaGreca, although he does sound like Alex P. Keaton, but. (laughs) Let's go a little. I have to say the Dudley Boys are one of my favorite tag teams of all time, but mm-hmm. Bubba Ray, aka Bully Ray. Yes. I love him. Yes. He's so eloquent when he talks. It's just odd. You're so used to him being like, Devon, get the table! Yeah. Like, you talk very intelligently about things. You're like, where the table's at, bro? I know. <laughs> it's like, go ahead and put those glasses back on. It kind of upsets me that he doesn't actually wear those glasses. Yeah. It's <laughs> not your everyday look. Why not? Why? Why are you doing this? Um, but I think I have maybe just one last question that actually has nothing to do with Raw or SmackDown. This is what has any the point they'd like to make one Raw or SmackDown. Uh, I think we covered all the big things. I'm not sure yeah, if I know what year it is. The only thing I wanted to bring up was, and I thought about this when we, I think we mentioned Bray earlier. That there was a little bit of buzz about. So when Bray Wyatt came back as the fiend, we had this max that yeah, max no. this mask that Tom Savini um, had made, and is that his name? Yeah, Tom Savini um, had made. Tom Savini does like the mask for like. Uh, actually, he just did a new mask for Bleed Singer Slipknot. Anyway. But uh, Corey Taylor, who's the lead singer for Slipknot, and I only know his name because he was on Busted Open the other day. I actually really enjoyed his part of the show, this, their interview with him. But We've all had a Slipknot phase. I'm not knocking Slipknot. I'm just saying... I never had a Slipknot point. phase, but... I like a couple yeah. songs. Like, yeah. Yeah. Slipknot. Yeah. But it's fun in my life. I'm like, eh, Slipknot never existed. Would it really affect my life? Maybe not. But apparently there was this whole thing... About Bray Wyatt's mask being a little different hmm. on Raw. I did not catch it if it was. So, and you can Google it for you people who cannot see my phone right now. But to show you guys, so this is the original, the Fiend mask that he mm-hmm. started out with. And this is the Fiend mask that was on TV most recently. So it looks and like it's it goes like, higher on the eyes. It's like, it's not as stretched out left to right, it's higher up. It's more fitted to a His face. It's more fitted. Yeah. The color is lighter. Yeah. And the like the teeth are more yellow, the red is more red and anyway, the speculation, the buzz around this is that maybe it was too scary for the um for like the younger viewers. And that so they were trying to get like a toned down version maybe. I can kind of see that. Honestly, I feel like it's time. just as scary. It's just, it's just as terrifying. But nothing's going to be that. Like that's Yeah, no, that, that mask was perfect. And to be honest, the fact that they... I I would never have noticed this unless you pointed it out. So most yeah. people probably have. Well, I just happened to put it on Twitter. Twitter. I said, I'm kind of upset. That shit was scary as fuck. 
Yeah. 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 It's scary too, but it's not really. I think it's the paler. They make it look more complexion. cartoonish. Yeah. So it doesn't look nearly as realistic. But I'll tell you what bothered me more. What bothers me more than the mask is that fucking head lantern. That was a part of the walkout. Well, that's not what I was going to ask. But that's part of the walkout that we haven't talked about because we didn't talk about SummerSlam really. Yeah. So Bray Wyatt now comes out with a big, a big lantern. I'm happy they kept the lantern theme. But during SummerSlam, we're yes. like, what the fuck's that? You look a little closer. It's a fucking lantern of his old head. And so, you're like, yes. So I was wondering when he he was coming out. I was wondering if he was still going to have a lantern. So you see the smoke. And you see this glowing thing, and it looked like he was maybe holding like a glowing rock or something, odd. Yeah, like a blue crystal. Weird. Yeah, and so the smoke, the, crystal, the smoke starts to clear, and you realize that his hand is up above, holding a handle. And then as it starts to clear and it starts to walk forward, you realize what it is, and it's fucking terrifying looking. Like, it's so realistic looking, with the eyes sewn shut, and the, the mouth like it's all stretched out. And, and it's the actual like, part where the... Yeah, and so the the handle is like the dreads, it's like the hair. Yeah. So basically, it's like the fiend has cut the head off of Bray and has turned it into a fucking lamp. Then the music, his walkout music is the same song, just done in a different style. Which I thought was interesting, because I'll, I'll be really honest, the first... 20 seconds of it, I did not realize it was the same fucking song. It took me a minute. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I the reason I knew was just because, well, maybe tipped me off was they do the lights off thing that yeah. he's been doing, and I was like, well, first off, I was like, well, that's pretty wet. Yeah. Then I kind of listened to it. Like, at first, I was kind of like, I can't see that, but I'm not sure. Well, it was the different voice that threw me off. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I was kind of like, at least you knew it was very wet. So I was like, I still wasn't like 100% sure like, I was interested to see if he had new music but. Yeah um, So of course the crowd still does They still do the firefly thing with the phones and I definitely think that um, His walkout is pretty as shit And to be honest mm-hmm. I don't want to say Because I feel like it's going to jinx it By God's next I'm not going to <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's going to be as great I'm not going to say it's Going to be anything Comparable but as far as quote-unquote spooky gimmicks go, mm-hmm. if they continue to do him like this, you have your next Undertaker. Yeah. It's not the same. It doesn't have the same tone. It's different, but you know that was like, yeah. like spooky, supernatural. Oh, yeah. With the Undertaker, you have the, the, yeah, the just like feeling of like impending doom or whatever. Like he's With the Undertaker. and Katie's right. his favorite demon. Yeah. That's the demon. Satan's favorite demon. Devil's favorite demon. Goddamn, whatever. Yeah. Um, Someone's favorite demon. He's a demon and he's the favorite. He's demon. my favorite demon. I love him. He's our mayor. Well, not our mayor, but a mayor. Town and close to us. He's a county mayor. Not my mayor. <laughs> he's a Knox County mayor. He's, he's. I love him. Um, but yeah, no, like. And they were brothers, and that made sense. But, like, you know, they were yeah. just, like, kind of. Dare I say satanic, like, spooky. Yes. Spooky. <laughs> um, that could be your next Undertaker. That could be your next Kane. It's not going to be the same, but, like, legendary status? If you do him right, even though you're fucking the Undertaker at this point, just stop. <laughs> so, getting a good look at the head, the headlamp, <laughs> literally the headlamp, 
when he put it on the apron and then was walking in, you know, up into the ring, and they kind of zoomed in on it, and you could really see how just fucking creepy it was. My my first thought was, they're not gonna let him keep using this because it's so. And then I was sad because I was like, this this, this is, is so good. This entrance has legitimately one hundred percent hand to God creeped me out. It's creeping me out, and I'm an adult, and I know it's fake, and <laughs> yes, I know it's not a hit. Exactly. Like, I'm watching a wrestling terrible. show, and something has creeped me out in it, and not in a weird Samoa Joe, I think he might, you know, yeah. rape Paul Heyman kind of way, but a, like a legitimately... So would not pick up one. Whereas like, a I'm pretty sure it. I will see this lamp again tonight in my fucking nightmares. That kind of creeped out. I The things that I see are just... <laughs> Eyes so shut on Bray Wyatt's face. But I was immediately saddened by the thought of they're not going to let him keep using this lamp. And I, I hope, and I feel oh like God, it, go, it goes back to, again, I think it was me. I don't remember if it was Mark Henry or Bully Ray. Anyway, talking about hoping that Bray protects his character. Yes. Um, the way that um, or protects his gimmick and don't let them take anything away from it that's not going to have it have the same effect don't let them talk you into doing anything with it that would be that would be out of character for your character like yeah. keep you it as it. real the one living it. right so I'm hoping Fingers crossed, because this is one of the best things they have going for them, and to be honest, it's fucking I had it's no... Gold. It's gold. Like, I had no Bray hopes for Bray Wyatt coming out of the Pondery. <laughs> coming out of the Pondery packaging. Zero hope. We gave him like, a... A year ago we talked about that. Yeah. And he came back and we're like, oh shit, it's the same Bray Wyatt. And then he went away for a long time. We're like, is he <laughs> it was the same Bray Wyatt with an apron. We <laughs> <laughs> were like, wow, you get a nice apron, I guess. Yes. You know, butcher a pig. But then he went away for a while, and then I feel like maybe a couple of months before he came back, we were like, "Is he okay? <laughs> Are you alright?" And then he came back like in a completely different but same character. And you're like, "Wow, he hasn't done really good." And you're kind of like, "You're not gonna make it six months." I wish. The only thing I wish is that if he's so that he was gonna keep doing the uh, like getting at the turnbuckle like in the corner and you know go flipping himself backwards upside down whatever that he had a mask that would also have a face when it was upside down like now to me that seems creepy when he actually did that oh uh, uh, no not me <laughs> oh this makes me want to vomit did you did you throw <laughs> up in your mask it's not like it was close to yeah. So. So. Yes, they're creepy, very good. I have one more question. It's an abstract question. It has nothing to do with Raw or SmackDown this week. I just saw this posted on a wrestling forum, and I kind of was interested in the debate. So I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts. Do you think that wrestling should be considered a performance art? And do you think if it is? Is that offensive to wrestling fans or not? Yes, I think it should because not only are they, I think it should be considered a sport, but also 
um, a performance art because these these people are these athletes and these entertainers are not only learning to perform in front of a camera or on a stage and not only training physically to be able to do these very athletic things that they're doing and do them to where a they're not hurting themselves and b they're not hurting whoever is in the ring with them they're doing both they're doing double duty they're doing like if football players had to rehearse and put on a full-on fucking play during halftime <laughs> and have it be good well, like it were in the off see, season they had a fucking tv show and they had characters and they had to portray <laughs> it was a sitcom or a drama i definitely agree that it should be both i also think it's on how you look at like the definition of the sport because you look at wrestling more for the story i mean do you look at it more for the story or do you look at it on a like a who's gonna win basis because sports did when you think about sports, you think about a winner. You think about an overall winner. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you have that wrestling, but you also have a story. Not every night is, like, oh, you're the ultimate, like, that person. You know, like, there is, right. but at the same time, like, you could have multiple things going on in a single night of wrestling. So I feel like it, I personally think it's more of a performance art than a sport. Not that, I think the physicality of the sport's definitely there, but, like, there's a lot of physicality and a lot of performance art. Yeah. But I, I feel, I definitely feel like it's sport, like... Definitely. I just feel like it's also more of an art, too, depending on how you look at the winning and losing factor of it. And like, there's not really... There's scorekeeping, but I don't know. I think it's different. Because I feel like if you didn't have the sport part of it, we wouldn't have a belt that we vie for based on, like, well, who's going to win and who's not. Would you rather it be called sports entertainment or, like... Maybe not performance art, no, but I something think more sports, along the lines of that. No, I think sports entertainment is a perfect word for it. I think it's, that's exactly what it is. It's yeah. sports and it's entertainment. It's performance art and it's also sport. So sports. I guess that's the whole thing. Like, I yeah. agree, it's both. But I would just you rather be called that or wrestling? Like, I think it should just be interchangeable. Because it's been known as wrestling for so long, professional wrestling or whatever you want to call it. I mean, I feel like if you're going to call it wrestling, maybe call it professional wrestling and put that divide between, because there's obviously a difference between professional wrestling and, like... Is it weird, though, that I feel like those should be interchangeable? Not interchangeable. I think we're going to call something professional wrestling. Maybe not professional wrestling. So you have, like, collegiate wrestling, mm-hmm. but I feel like professional wrestling should be, like, Olympic wrestlers. That is a yeah. pro at wrestling. Your team is yeah, I would love to hear Kurt Angle's take on that. Right. Because he was both. He was an Olympic wrestler. He was also a WWE wrestler. But he, and even then, I just don't think Dolph so. Ziggler, like, he was a collegiate wrestler. And Chad Gable. Was it Chad? No, Chad Gable was a... He was collegiate. Yeah, collegiate yeah. wrestler. I think Shelton Vigeno was too. Yeah. But here's my thing. I don't think those guys should not necessarily not be called professional wrestlers. My whole thing is once you've gotten into that TV side of it, mm-hmm. is that you are a wrestler, but this isn't a match where you don't know who's going to win. Yeah. You guys are literally basically putting on a play of wrestling. Yeah. And you've learned how to do those moves good. You've learned them how to do them safely. And that, to me, is almost 
more difficult than actual wrestling. Right. Because you're not actually trying to hurt that person. Okay? Yeah. You're not just using what you know to fight another person. You're working weird. with the other person to tell a story in the ring using your bodies and your If you're in your an actual wrestling match and you have someone in a submission move and they don't tap, you're going to keep applying that until they tap or you're just going to fucking break it. Yeah. Like, that's what you signed up for. Like, yeah. Sorry. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do it, but she made me. It's she your fucking fault. Yeah. It's your fault. It's not tapping. It's on you. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with you guys about it being called a performance art. It is, but it isn't. It's a weird gray area for me. I mean, I, I feel like it is, but I wouldn't call it just performance art. Do you think if you called that to another wrestling fan, not on this podcast, is that might quote-unquote offend them. Because it wouldn't offend me. I would totally get where they're coming no. from. But I just don't know if that's the term. I mean, I if you tell me it's it. bullshit, or if you tell me it's fake, then I find that offensive. Yeah. Because these people are really in the ring doing shit with their bodies. Like, whether, whether they're full-on causing each other pain or not, you know, this is an MMA. They're not in there to... If I can destroy the other person physically, they're in there like I said, to tell a story with the person they're in the ring with. They know what the outcome is going to be. But I I agree with what you said. I think it makes it harder. Yeah. To do. So you have to do it safely. Yeah. Because you have to end the play. You have to end the act of the play like it's supposed to end. So you have to remember your lines, quote unquote, and like your moves and. You know, and blocking. get there. Yeah, you're blocking. Thank you. And get, you know, from from beginning to end and do it well. Because if not, the audience will not be happy. And I'm like at a play where they might stand up, maybe not give you standing ovation, but they will clap for you at the end of it just out of common courtesy. Wrestling fans are harsh. <laughs> they all, yeah, they're the available people. people. Like, they will yeah. be by that building. What the fuck did you just do? Get at go. <laughs> you will get chance. You will get chance. If they don't like you when you walk out, they'll be like, Why are you here? Yeah. Like, where's your show? Um, so I to be honest, I think where we all kind of agree is that sports entertainment, even though I think WWE has like coined that term. I don't like yeah. them to be called sports entertainers. I think you should still call them wrestlers. I agree. I yeah. don't know if you should call them professional wrestlers. Yeah. I think that should be saved for the people in the Olympics people that actually like are doing it that's not professional wrestlers that are professional wrestlers now but like I don't know if I like the term sports entertainer but do you like the term wrestler you're just wrestler yeah and you can refer to them as athletes they're athletes they train they train just as hard if not some of them probably harder than People in the NFL definitely harder than people in the MLB. Well, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying it's not nearly as physically taxing. But I don't know if I'd go as far. It is performance art. Like term itself does describe it, but at the same it's, time, it's it's not it's not pure. It's not straight it's up not performance. Pure. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's not purely performance it's like, art. Performance, performance art, art is an aspect. It, performance art is an aspect of it. Yes. And this performance art and it's athleticism and not necessarily sport. Like you said, it's not like you go in 
you don't know who's going to win that. It's right. two people that have just trained for this event, whatever event it is, right. football, baseball, Olympic, sport, whatever, soccer, whatever. And I feel like this whole conversation just speaks to the complexity and the intricacies of whatever you want to call it, professional wrestling, sports entertainment. And so when people call it... Like the actual... So when people call it fake or stupid, like, I just want them to sit down with people like us and have this conversation so they can hear, maybe learn something that they don't know about it. Learn you something. I would say maybe I don't like some of the Maybe terms. they will learn tonight. I would say maybe I don't like some of the terms that are used. Maybe I don't like it. Oh, yeah. Performance yeah. Art. I'm not offended by it because I get it. It really it is, but it's got a great area with the physicality for me. But, uh, a few. And for me, that's another interesting thing about AEW coming to cable television and having these announcers, the ringside announcers who were calling these matches, like, hearing the terminology that they come up with or that they use or borrow or originate. I don't know. They may come up with something totally different because they're not... They're not. They're not going to be. They're not going to be cut from the WWE cloth. You know what I mean? Like it's not the same. Well, Jr. Who is kind of, but he literally was one of. It was existed before him, but like he literally laid one of the foundations for commentary in yes. wrestling. Yeah. And not like we don't have people from WWE involved. I mean, who were in WWE involved? Dustin, Jericho, Cody, Jim Ross, and. Moxley. Moxley. So. Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn. Sweet ass. Sweet ass. <laughs> Play me some sweet ass music. Oh, that's some sweet chin music. <laughs> Not interested in your chin. I just want your ass. I want your ass. Mr. Ass. Mr. Um, ass. At least my last point of this is just going to be the. Billy Gunn, like, I feel like the focus should have been on the arms. So, I don't yeah, know. I'm a gunman. But well, I got these jokes because of all the assets in it. No, um, not that exactly. way. <laughs> you would be that person if you had crazy arm muscles. Like, do you want directions? Um, what I was gonna say is, is that. Oh, my shoulder blade! No. I hit it wrong. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. No, I've just been tired oh, since we started. I feel really bad, but like I'm trying. My focus is not to close my eyes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Rude. We're in the home stretch. We're on the home stretch. Um, what I my last thing. Uh, so I know I said earlier that I think wrestlers that wrestle in the Olympics <laughs> and maybe not college because I feel like college has that weird vibe in America where you're not a professional because you're in college to be a professional. But no, people that wrestle in the Olympics. Yep. To me, that should be called professional wrestling. That is your life. You are quote-unquote actually wrestling. Mm-hmm. You are. I think that WWE, AEW, indie wrestling, that kind of wrestling is more difficult just because even if you are an Olympic wrestler, if you go out there and win a gold medal, people are going to love you no matter what. Mm-hmm. You do have to do interviews. You do have to do shit like that. But for the most part, you just kind of have to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be an asshole. Don't be racist. Stuff like that. Don't be an asshole. You're not putting on an act and you're not portraying a character. You're literally just like, yeah, I've trained. I'm doing well. And that's what I'm doing. And we're going to win and go my country. Whereas, <laughs> go my country. 
And it's actually your country, which is a whole other, like, layer. Because in WWE and these other wrestling, what is now called professional wrestling, um, you could be, like, Italian, and they're going to ask you to play someone from the Middle East. Yeah. It's happened. And you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This isn't right. Nope, 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 nope. nope. Yeah, so like, let be done. Are you from Canada? Where are your parents from? Oh, they're from India. Well, guess where you're from? India. Okay. You have Jinder no. Mahal. Yes. <laughs> you have no other option than but to be I'm this from person. Canada. Like from Canada. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> where were you born again? You probably Canada. actually no. kind of knew that's where it was going. Then when you watched wrestling ring, it was like. He was like, wait, <laughs> I, get, do I get to be in the spotlight. I'll take it. Yeah. But uh. That to me almost makes it even more difficult because mm-hmm. for the Olympic wrestlers, the people actually that do wrestling legit, if you will, uh, literally that's their training. That's all they're focused on is winning that match. Mm-hmm. These people have to, if you want to call it this, even though I hate that you would, if they have to fake a match and mm-hmm. get through a match. They have to have this character that they have to do. Almost 24-7, even though K-Fade's dead, social media, like, you have to be that person. Mm-hmm. You have to put on consistent matches at Lord, Lord forbid, and we're, we're bad at this. If you're not good at a match, we'll fucking call you out on it. Yeah. You gotta be consistent. Because this is awful chance. And you just have to do that yeah. and still do your job. Like, no one's gonna be at the Olympics, like... This is awful! Yeah. Yeah. I wish yeah. Well, yeah. now I kind of want to try to do Like, I want to do, like, when the ice skating, when they fall, and somebody's like, you suck! <laughs> like, that's what needs to happen. Almost, yeah, somebody to have some, some disastrous something happen to them. <laughs> like, they trip on a hurdle. Bot. And then they're getting interviewed, like, oh, man, what happened? And the entire stadium is just what chanting them. What? Like, <laughs> well, what? what could you imagine? So I think there's a whole other extreme that they have to deal with that people don't understand. And I feel like they're also, because of the different aspects of what they do, the acting, the performance, the athletic performance and all that, they're so much more highly criticized. Yeah. And again, they're scrutinized. Say, we're the yeah. worst at it. We're yeah. Wrestling fans are awful. They can be We are terrible people, but we will at least admit it. We'll be loyal <laughs> we're loyal as fuck, but we're also horrible people. <laughs> cruel cruel people. Petty fickle fickle as fuck. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> sorry. I've been sitting on this one for a second. I was like, man. I think I'm going to do it. We're giggling at Shaq memes. So. This is so good, though. Because <laughs> it's true. They're just like, hmm. We need that job building for I like the size of that building you moved out. It'd be a shame if it it could stop just like that building could fit a lot of Halloween stuff in it. I feel like they pay people not to go in the stores if they have eyes on their dollars Don't go in there and buy anything. Yeah, give them coupons for their competitors. Applebee's has rats. I'm going salad. Well, but Alex, on that note, it's been an interesting night. I feel like we've learned a lot of things. Learned a lot of new things about ourselves, maybe. Hey, yeah. I like these introspective questions. (laughs) Not that that was that introspective, but 
philosophical view. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Make me think about some shit. This is Professor Cog signing off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but seriously, as always, fanatics, this is your first time here. Always feel free to follow us on our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, all those places. Search as we fans of the pod. You will see the big gold belt and we'll pop up with a microphone side plate. So you'll see it, you'll click it, you'll like it, you'll subscribe, you'll like the things we post. And the most important places you could ever try to look us up on, because you know that's where you're gonna hear my wonderful voice, the sleazy one's wonderful voice, <coughs> the queen's wonderful voice. <coughs> Those things, you know. Try to find us on these websites, browsing, streaming things. You can always hear our wonderful ramblings on SoundCloud. Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher and Pobby. Again, search at Three Fans for Pod. All lowercase. You will see the big gold belt with the microphone side plates. Click it, subscribe to it so you can get notifications of our new episodes. Typically, they come out weekly. We do have schedules. We are adults that do not get paid to do this, so sometimes not weekly. But we try our best. <laughs> we. <laughs> I have missed, uh, like this is my third or fourth uh, dinner at a Chinese restaurant with my in-laws, uh, because... So now you're complaining. Because they... <laughs> like, yes, this is an excuse. <laughs> One of the ones I missed was for my mother-in-law's birthday. But they also, they did not tell me about it until the day before. So, um, but I missed that shit because this is my Friday night. Unless there's something bigger <laughs> Like, work. <laughs> actual, the work that actually pays me. Right, but, that, that work. Yeah. You know, there's people that actually pay me, you're like, hey, can you come in? And you're like, kind of like, shit. <laughs> but as always, Fanatics, if you really like what you hear and you're feeling, I don't know, a little, a little generous, maybe you got paid a little extra on this paycheck, you're like, you know what, that was a good episode. Maybe you Ow! should uh, visit our Patreon page. Please, always feel free to check it out. It is patreon.com forward slash defense pot lowercase all in word we have different little war tiers you get to like tier one or two and you get your own wrestling gimmick if you email us a little bit about yourself okay. like handcrafted handcrafted by yours truly and I'm so good at it <laughs> so by god give us money I'll give you that and if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like to hear us abstract topics, it doesn't have to be about WWE. Give us something. We'll talk about it. We have all the free time in the world, not really. But yeah, yeah, no. a little amount of free time, in which case if you email us, we'll make that a priority and we will use that free time to devote it to whatever you send us. So do it! Direct our episodes. You have all the control. We're just here to get drunk and talk about it. And on that drunk note, fanatics. We fucking out of this bitch! Stay flashy, we out. Yeah. Out.